Okay, so this is my biggest dilemma for this season, Chris. Are you ready? I'm ready. What costume has facial hair? It's a show by Chris and Neil with all great movies. They are the real deal. We watch them all so you don't have to. It's movies that don't suck and some that do. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of all ages, this is a new episode of Movies That Don't Suck and Some Do. My name is Neil. No, Chris. And today we are doing kind of not one, but two, two movies for this spooky season. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, two of them. Yeah. Yeah, because it's spooky time. It's spooky time. Spooky time. Uh, 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 everywhere. Chris likes spooky time. I do like spooky time. Chris is spooky time. Chris is very spooky. That's what he calls sexy time at his mm-hmm. house. He's like, hey, baby, it's time for spooky time. Hey, sweet. Let's do this spooky time. <laughs> <laughs> the first movie that we watched was uh, Totally Killer, brought to you by the wonderful people over at Prime Video. Mm-hmm. Now, Prime Video, if you don't know, is uh, Amazon's movie thing, and they will be doing stuff like this for, like, the next 242 years now, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then they buy, like, five new companies this it's week. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah, I mean... Uh... All right, but um, sure enough, first of all, uh, starring in Totally Killer, the one, the only, that's right, Miss Sabrina, the teenage witch herself, Karina Shipka. Take Lucifer Morningstar into your hearts, and I promise you mercy, but you must say his prayer. Oh, mighty dark lord, by whom all things are set afire. Never. Say the prayer. It's your one chance. Come on, say it with me, or you'll burn in hell fire. Oh, mighty dark lord. Oh, mighty dark lord. By whom all things are set afire. By whom all is set afire. Thy power be thy path. Thy, power be thy path. will be my desire. Thy will be thy desire. In hell as it is on earth. In hell as it is on earth. Pray Satan. Pray Satan. Pray Satan. Pray Satan. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, uh, when, did you ever watch that Sabrina Teenage Witch? Uh, Children Adventure Sabrina? Yeah, absolutely did. And you like Kieran shit though, right? Yeah, she's great. She's great in everything she is in. Awesome. That. I, I, I watched all four seasons of it. I'm not going to lie. Uh, for this tattoo, I remember this tattoo right here. Uh, that was the Black Phillip. She said she went and she drew up that up while watching Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Nice. <laughs> the tattoo artist, nice. Yeah. yeah. Talking about another show that took a dive really quick that uh, nobody remembers. <laughs> um, Cloak and Dagger, one of my favorite of the MCU TV shows that they put out that got killed off. Here, but Olivia Holt, who played Dagger from Olivia Haggers in this as well. And we both have to. For some reason, life tossed us together and mixed up our mojo. So if it's on you, it's on me too. I know that. Shit, I sometimes it's the only thing that I know. And this swirling ball of scary down here is probably nothing compared to that sting when you and I touched. Actually, it's exactly that. Hold my hand. We'll show these assholes a divine pairing. Yeah, that's from Cloak and Dagger, right? 
Cloak and Dagger. Oh, I, I just like when I saw the shoes in this, I was like, oh, I know who that is. And I was so happy. And I was like, yeah, I'm glad you got a job again. Yeah, me too. Uh, also in this movie, the wonderful, the always funny, one of the greatest comedians across the last five years, Randall Park. You had a girlfriend? Yeah. Danny and I had been dating a while. We met at the U in the weight room. She was on the crew team. She was the most driven person I had ever met. She always knew what she wanted to be, a boss. Mm, same girl. Right? <laughs> well, how come you never mentioned her before? Well, you never asked. I didn't want to get too personal. That's why we're here, brother. Get personal. How are things in the bedroom? That's too far. Yeah, I felt that. Mm -hmm. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's Randall Park uh, talking to The Rock, obviously. From Young Rock. Yeah, Young Rock. The show, Young Rock. Have you uh, watched I think that? that got canceled. Another show that got canceled way too quickly. Okay. I think it was only out, it was only out for two seasons, and I think they killed it this year. Okay. And then the one and the only he is from the original scary movie, Lachlan Monero. Who did this? Huh? Where are you? This isn't funny, all right? A small dick's like a disability, man. Huh? Would you make fun of a guy in a wheelchair? Huh? Would you? Come on out of here, you sick fucks! I'll kick the shit out of you right now! Right? It's not the size of the hammer, it's the nail you're throwing it at! That dude's like, that was from Strange Movie. He's in all kinds of stuff. Like he was on all episodes of Riverdale. I remember. Oh him. no no! I know exactly everything he was in. But if you're going to grab somebody for, if you're going to grab a clip for scary movie season scary you movie. gotta grab the one from scary yeah. movie right yeah I, I remember this specifically from uh the night at the roxbury he did a sprinkler move <laughs> but I'm oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah and those are the people from totally killer that'll be the first movie that we review tonight also the second movie it been highly recommended to us from people across the world is none other than Pet Cemetery. Oh, not not that one. No, that's a, that's the one from no. 1987, I think. Okay, Pet Cemetery. Not that one either. I think that's is that the book cover? That is the book. Okay, Pet Cemetery. Ah, uh, no, man, that's sometimes that's but no, that's not that either. Pet Cemetery. No, that's the one that I think we talked about on the show, but that's not the one I'm talking about either. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, there it is. Pet Cemetery. I don't think that's the, that's what we talked about. I didn't know that one existed. Pet Cemetery. Oh, scene? you didn't know the Edward Furlong freaking. This was right after. This was right after uh, T two. <laughs> oh yeah, I did not see Pet yeah. Cemetery too. See, see, see how young yeah, Edward yeah. Furlong is. Oh, how pretty. That's before he screwed up the crow. Yeah, he, but, okay. did he screw? Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Pet, <laughs> Pet Cemetery Bloodlines brought to you by Paramount Plus, who does not pay us money to say that. Yeah. All right. And uh, in, in uh, the uh, good old movie of Paramount, blah 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 blah. Okay, we're going five, four, three, two, one. In this great movie, we have the one, the only Jackson White. The first priority is to keep the client happy. So in my case, professor. The minute you know you won't meet their expectations, you have to change them. So you have to make them think that the new timeline was their idea. So by the time I handed in that project, my professor thought it was early. I think I had a similar professor. Where did you go? Cambridge. Mm. It was great. I love England. Everywhere in Europe, honestly. Gosh, me too. Definitely. Have you spent much time abroad? 
Oh yeah, of course, yeah. Um, Europe, Europe's amazing. Europe is amazing. <laughs> That's a good show. That's called Tell Me Lies. Oh yeah. Uh, tell me, no, tell me, tell no lies. Tell no lies. I'm sorry. Tell no lies. That's a great show on Hulu if you haven't I've watched it. Uh, also, another person from a different show that got completely canceled that I never should have, uh, Natalia Allen Liddick uh, from Gifted. Andy. Andy, it's you. It's not too late. Get out of the way. Your hair, the same as in my dreams. Even having them too, having you. Andy, it means something, something about us. It doesn't matter. Yes, it does. We belong together. We're family. Get out of the way. No. I'm here to take you home. Look, Andy, I know you're scared. I'm not scared. Not anymore. Now move! I can't do that. From Gifted, right? <laughs> the Gifted, yes. That's a really good... It was, a, it was an X-Men preview school. It's kind of like um, the VN uh, with the boys mm -hmm. on Prime. Yeah, it's kind of like I, that I, show. I, I've yet to watch that, and I know it's really good. Here, it's really good. I've, I've watched one episode. That's all I've gotten to do. And then, of course, also in this movie... The, the the guy who's been in everything weird since the 1980s <laughs> starred in Twin Peaks. He is the... Emmanuel Space, is, I think. <laughs> he no, is I'm the sorry, Mulder. Richard Diaries. Yeah, Richard Diaries. Richard Diaries. <laughs> he, is, he is the Mulder to our Scully. He is the one, the over, David Duchovny. I have plenty of theories. Maybe what you can explain to me is why it's bureau policy to label these cases as unexplained phenomena and ignore them. Do you believe in the existence of extraterrestrials? Logically, I would have to say no. Given the distances needed to travel from the far reaches of space, the energy requirements would exceed a spacecraft's capabilities. That Conventional wisdom. You know this Oregon female. She's the fourth person in her graduating class to die under mysterious circumstances. Now, when convention and science offer us no answers, might we not finally turn to the fantastic as a plausibility? He said in an interview, I just watched this last night, he mm -hmm. said in an interview, if he gets called uh, Fox Mulder or Hank Moody the rest of his life and nobody ever remembers his name as David, mm -hmm. that's fine with him. There's not two better characters he could be <laughs> remembered as. Yeah. And one of the greatest actors ever in the history of mankind. I'm still sexy as fuck. And still sexy as fuck. Yeah, I will give her that. Yeah. I will totally give her that. <laughs> the one, the only, Foxy Brown herself, Miss Pam Weir. I know. That's the idea. The rest of your boyfriend is still around. And I hope you two live a long time. And then maybe you get to feel what I feel. Death is too easy for you, bitch. I want you to suffer. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's after she hands a man, uh, a woman, uh, her boyfriend's dick in a jar. 
Um, yeah, because that's Foxy Brown. Yeah. Man. If you, if around, you don't know Foxy Brown, you're gonna need to go see Foxy Brown. But this is Pet Cemetery Bloodlines. I'll be the last movie we talk about tonight. Chris, tell them where they can find us. You can find us online moviesdonsuck.net. We're at w2mnet.com. That's w number two image and moviesnet.com. You'll find us there along with a bunch of other podcasts because they're great. Uh, you'll find us at uh, X at MTS Podcast. We're on Instagram, MTS Podcast. We're on uh, Patreon. Patreon concepts, please don't suck. You guys can subscribe there. If we get no subscribers, we'll put extra content. I don't know where we'll find that, but we will. Also, you'll find us on Bonfire. You'll find our columns, which means don't suck on some they do. You'll find us there. Also, if you're watching us on YouTube, go subscribe and watch us on your Facebook at that page. If you're uh, listening to us on any of the podcast apps, Go ahead and subscribe so every time uh, an episode is uploaded, it'll be straight on your device. You know, what do we do for small businesses? For small business, we like to advertise you out to our thousands of listeners, millions of followers right here on this platform. And today is no other day like any other day. We are going to talk another Halloween haunt this month, one of my favorites. And I don't know if Chris has made it down to this one, but this one everyone should try out if you're in the Oklahoma, Missouri, Kansas, Texas area. It's within driving range of you, and that is the one, the only, the castle of the Mustogi Halloween Festival. Now, this thing, I am not kidding. The Halloween Festival at the Castle of Stogie will be open each Friday, Saturday during the October 2023. Gates will be open from 5.30 until 10 p.m. Gate admission is free. Starting each night off with their monster dance that takes place outside of the castle, indoor haunts, fireside uh, storytelling, and the petting zoo will open right after. Outdoor haunts will begin at dark. Now, there's Casa Morta. Uh, which is that is okay. Each one of these is rated on a five uh, scare level one fall fun, two family friendly, uh, one recommend not recommended for children, not recommended for small children, and five considered yourself warned. There's <laughs> which is five petting zoo, which is just a one ultimate maze, which is just one, but then there's haunted hayride that's a three zombie hunt where you get to shoot zombies with ammo to kill the zombies. A Trail of Blood, the journey down the trail that uh, you stroll through woods and you get scared. That's $20, and that is, like, literally the biggest, uh, scariest haunt that they have. I mean, there's the Enchanted Train, Torture Chamber, and Catacombs. Uh, Domus Horrificus, which is a nightmare face of demons and stuff, and Casmaractos. Seriously, it is one of the best haunts in all of the area. Uh, not just the area of the United States of America, period. Yes. This is one of those that... You go to, they got the big castle outside that you walk into, which is awesome. They got the big scare dances that happen all day. Uh, the trail of blood is supposed to be intense. I mean, it is just from the pictures I'm showing uh, the people right now. And Chris, it is, you can just see that they put a lot of time and effort into all their creatures into all their people I mean, it just looks beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it looks awesome. I, I know exactly what what where that's at. That's at the that's at the uh, right outside the uh, torture chamber. Nice. But like, there are so many. Like, look at this room. Are ready for this room, Chris? Look at this. Oh, that's spooky. That's spooky for real. That's <laughs> yeah, it, it's a it's a it's a checkered backboard with a checkered person inside that you can't <laughs> see because it's a strobe light. The oh whole shit! Time. Yeah. 
I've seen it before. So <laughs> if you get a chance, seriously, the Castle of Mistogi, you can find, and if not just Halloween, every season, they, they'll have a Christmas one up. They'll have a Renaissance Festival. They do something Friday all year long. Bit. Yep, Castle of Mistogi. So it's Castle of Mistogi, uh, Facebook backslash, Facebook.com uh, forward slash uh, Castle of Mistogi. Or you can go to their website, okcastle.com. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, how you feeling, pal? Um, you know, I, I Oktoberfest, I got crazy, dude. We got insane. We threw like $40 in pennies down. <laughs> uh, what were they, penny beers? Or, or... No, 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 no. You uh, take pennies and you toss them into people's beers. Okay. They'll, they'll have a big stein, like my uh-huh. Andre the Giant stein, yeah. that they'll be carrying, and you'll be somewhere, and you're everybody's trying to get pennies in the other person's beers. That's fun. Now, they can cover it. They can put a lid over it. They can do whatever they want, but your job is to get the pennies in the beer. And uh, this year, I don't know how many paintings we brought out, but there was uh, my in-laws and my wife showed up, and it was like two huge sacks. Like I was carrying one, and it was heavier than the laptop I have to carry. <laughs> Penny masker. So, mm-hmm. yeah, well, I'm glad you're feeling better now. I, I know that you're wickedly hungover. So, you know, um, it's just weird, you know, when you wake up in the morning, and one of your good friends message you and go, "Hey." We bought a bar in Salem, Salem, Massachusetts. You have to go to that bar. Like I have the money to fly to Salem. Okay, well, you know, well, maybe, we'll, maybe your friend will will fly you out there. The thing they got, well, one of the it's supposed to be supposedly, and I don't know if this is all going to go through or if they're just you know still hype up from talking about it or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how it goes, and I, I love them all, and I hope it does go through or whatever, <laughs> but. Um, supposedly it's a bar and then there's two, uh, two apartments above it. Mm -hmm. And one of the apartments, they're going to make the manager of the bar Mm -hmm. and the other one will be an Airbnb. That's cool. I've I've been, so if they make it an Airbnb, I'll go with them and stay in Airbnb or I've been to Salem. I went there. It's like, you know, it's the big kitschy town. They have all kinds of witch stuff, but the, the satanic, uh, satanic church is there. Satan church of Satan. And it's pretty cool. I, I I have pictures of me with the with the Baphomet. <laughs> so like, when were you there? When when you were there, did you give like uh, when you saw witches? Did you give them butter and cream? I did not because there were a lot of witches there. Oh, uh, because I heard <laughs> if you're gonna get witches, you gotta get witches love dresses and butter. I heard uh, that there were a lot of I people that, that were dressed like witches, but they were there for the day. So it was like it's super. Like there's tourists stuff there. There's really cool stuff there. Um, like a monster museum, you can go in, and then uh, we went to a Ouija board museum, or what, it's really they called it a um, they called it a spirit box, a spirit, uh, a spirit, whatever it is, um, because um, they, Ouija's like it's trademarked by Parker Brothers, and then yeah. they have all cool little shops with some one girl's um shop. We did a kind of seance in the back of her shop. She closed it down, and she claimed that this machine that was talking to was her grandfather, <laughs> and um. Yeah, and then we went to Satanic Church. Uh, Insane. Yeah, it was it was so, cool. So, did you see any pools while you're there? No. Did anybody have a pool? I, I mean, you, somebody hang. Was it like summertime? Were you hanging out summertime pool? I don't. I don't remember what time it was. It wasn't that hot. Though. So nobody was lounging around, living deliciously. <laughs> no, no one was lounging around living deliciously. No, 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 no. Okay. Yeah. No one. But else. uh, was cool. And if you get a chance, I definitely recommend it. I mean, we went for a date trip, so. But you know. 
You know what I like? What's that? The 80s. Yeah. What's up with Tully Killer? Directed by Nanachka Khan. She directed such things as uh, Always Be My Baby. She directed that. Well, you guys remember. Uh, the only thing we talked about in that show, but it's a really fun, uh, really fun movie. And uh, a few episodes of, uh, you know, American Dad. This is written by Dave Madelon. He wrote uh, The Queering. Also written by Sasha Pearl River, who wrote Let's Get Married. And Jinda Angela, who wrote uh, Hocus Pocus 2 and Workaholics and she, stuff like that. And this stars the amazing Kiernan Shipka as Jamie Hughes slash Colette. Take Lucifer Morningstar into your hearts, and I promise you mercy. Also, uh, Olivia Holt as Pam Miller. We both have to. Uh, again, this also stars Randall Park as... Sorry, it's way down here because he's... Randall Park's in this. You had a girlfriend? And um, and Lachlan Monroe as adult Blake Hughes. Who did this? Also stars Charlie Gillespie as teen Blake Hughes. Uh, this is Troy Blake and Johnson as teen Lauren Creston. Leanna Labrada as Tiffany Clark. Kelsey Mamuiwa as Amelia Creston. Steffi Chinsavo as Marissa Song. And Diaz Hernandez. Well, there's so many people in this, and they're all great. Uh, I always mentioned Julie Bowen as Pam Hughes, which she's the mom in, um, in Modern Family. Why don't you leave the story on for this one? I can't believe you only played the first sentence, man. I, I really gave you the two sentences from Lucklin. So you Who could did do this? Huh? Where are you? This isn't funny, all right? A small dick's like a disability, man. That one? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, gave, I gave it as quickly as possible. All right, anyway. All right, so what movie am I reading about? Pet uh, Cemetery? The Totally Killer. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> totally Killer. When the infamous Sweet 16 killer returns 35 years after his first murder spree to claim another victim, 17-year-old Jamie accidentally travels back to 1987, determined to stop the killer before he can even start. So this is a very fun movie. Oh what? Oh what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. So, uh, people at home who are just now joining in, let me let me tell you how many times I tried to. I threw this movie at Chris, and he was like, "No, let's do this one. No, let's do this one. No, I for the last three weeks I've thrown this movie to him." And he was like, no, nah, let's do this one. No, I was, I was like, no, nah, you're really going to like this one, bro. You're really going to like it. And even my buddy Logan, who is not on the podcast with us today, he does listen. So, hey, hi to Logan. Up, Logan? Um, he wanted to be part of this conversation so he could rip you another one about how many times. Because he's the one that suggested this movie to me. R- do you quick, know that? Oh, I didn't know that. But real quick, did you see what... Uh, what someone said, I'm just in train moose and my free time is in pigeon beaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that earlier and I went right past it. Okay. Uh, anyway, <laughs> obviously that was a bot or someone making fun. They're not back up. They're not on here. Okay. But anyway, so uh, this movie and my buddy uh, Logan, I'm going to give him props for Thanks, saying Logan. this. Thanks, Logan. Um, no, well, not, I'm going to give him props for saying this, though. Okay. This is Hot Tub Time Machine meet scream yeah that's a good way to put it yeah it's the best way like he said that to me and i was like 
what? And I, I even texted it back to him when I rewatched it the other day. I was like, this is just like, he goes, yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> and I was like, it's, it's a really fun movie. So guys, if uh, Neil did the, did the synopsis, but like, it's, it's time travel, <laughs> you know, like, but, but it's the, the, what movies have been doing now is that everyone time travel after back to future. If it deviated any bit, they had to fix it for us in the movie because everyone's like, everyone's thinking about the future now it changes things. But no, this one explains it differently, but it's a very fucking fun movie. I really enjoyed this. Um, uh, I laughed a lot. I loved Kieran's character. I, and you know, of course, like, Someone from 2023 going back to 1987. There was always maybe these sort of like, ooh, unwanted touch, you know, sort of like, yeah, yeah, all these very, all these things that you know didn't have in 1987. But like one one of the funniest parts was when they were walking past a symbol uh, of the high school, a mascot of the high school, and the high school mascot looked exactly like the Cleveland Indians yeah. old mascot, yeah. and she's like, oh, there's the racism, and by any means. <laughs> I, in my quote section, I have a bunch of those quotes. I'll try to cut some out now that I realize that some of them are, uh, yeah. uh, you know, spoilers. Yeah. But, but I will say this when it's gory, it's got gore in it if you want gore, but it's also very funny. It's not, it's not the least bit scary, I would say, but it's, but it, but it's fun. It's, it's, it's scary like scream scary where there's jump scares. Uh-huh. Where there's some jump scares and there's some gore. Yeah, yeah. And but it's it's very it's very scream like in the fact that it's not like oh my god, you yeah. know, like you, w- you're not like scared of it. You're like still you're trying to figure out the whole time who's the fucking killer. Yeah, also just like in Scream. And I also really like um how well the story was put together in this one. You see a lot of films. We'll talk about story later on, but um, we'll talk about how this um. How this movie it just it just comes together and it goes down so smooth, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um. And it makes you think or laugh. Yeah. Like, cause either you're thinking about who the killer is, cause they're they've made it part of the you know what they're talking about in the yeah. conversation, or the one-liners are so zingy that it just like some of them just knock you in the face, like oh my god, as Han Hunter. It's kind of like a um, Barbie in the sense where like. It's got lines in it that uh, things that yeah, you didn't I'm with think you. That, of that's, before. That's a great way to look at it because also Kenny Shimizu is so fucking funny. She's hilarious in this. I th- yeah, it's like, uh, don't touch me. Get away from me. Don't want to touch. Yeah, I want to touch. Bad touch. Yeah, and uh, I, I just I loved all the actors in this movie, but uh, really Kenny Shimizu, she was a perfect lead for this, and I I couldn't imagine anyone else in this role. It's a very fun movie. Very well, the well, thing is, at first when I saw this, uh-huh. I didn't know it was her. I thought it was. Uh, oh, wait, one second, one second. Yeah, I just sure. wanna, yeah. I wanna make sure I, I say the right actress's name, <laughs> yeah. and not, and not, you know, I did not think it was the girl from, from, um, uh, Sabrina. Sabrina's Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I thought it was the girl from Ghostbusters Afterlife, McKinney Grace. Oh yeah, that's a good way. Yeah, but but yeah, I thought it was her, and they kind of look like. But the thing is that, that that's not a bad thing because no. let's be honest, how many actresses have come up at the same time? Like Jessica Chastain and uh, you know, um, and Howard. Brian Dallas Bryce Howard. Like Brian Yeah, Howard. you get those yeah, stuff yeah. too. Yeah, like, <laughs> you get you get no, but there's so many actresses yeah. like that yeah. that come up at the same time. Yeah, that it's kind of like. But Kieran Shuka was great. Olivia Holt was great. Julie Bellman was great. Randall Park, even his little part was great. I just, 
I, her I, sarcasm was yeah, the yeah, selling point. Yeah, I think her sarcasm, her, her, her deadpan delivery, like just everything about her was everything about this movie was just a fun watch. You know what I mean? Uh, my wife came in like she was hanging out for a second, and she sat down, and watched thirty minutes. She's like, "It's a fun movie." You know, like it's one of those movies that you're not needing too challenged watching, but you really enjoyed yourself while watching this. I've watched this movie three times. Already. Oh wow. <laughs> I've already watched this movie three and, times. Guys, so that tells you guys, know Neil's uh, one, of one of them was um, the night after the night after SmackDown. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, when um, I went front row was the first time I watched this. Because mm-hmm. Logan, drunk? like, we went back and <laughs> we went back and rewatched. We went back and rewatched uh, the SmackDown that we were just mm-hmm. at because we couldn't hear half of this stuff because <laughs> of everything. And he puts this movie on. He's like, "Dude, you have to watch this. This is going to be one of your favorite movies of the year." And to be honest, it is. Yeah. It literally is one of my favorite movies of this, this year. This, this should uh, show totally up. killer. This should show up several times. And I also want to mention that they didn't really mention this in the uh, very much in the show, but this is uh, Boomhouse Television, Boomhouse Television production. So like Boomhouse had a lot to do with this one. Yes, and I can't. I like to be honest. This is going to be hard not to be on my top ten at the end of the year. Man, you love this movie. This is one of those movies I feel like I could watch 15 times in a row and not even get tired of. I really hope Like, this... I'm still going to find another joke. I'm still going to find another, you know, something I missed, something that I saw and didn't see in the background, you know? I hope this state sticks around as, like, a, a toy, like, every year someone watches Toy Killer. You know what I mean? Like, like that's what I hope it does. It's, you know, a classic Halloween movie, right? Or just any year time movie. It's not necessarily Halloween because it takes place... It didn't take place around Halloween, so you can do that. But this no, is no. A... It took place. It takes place at um, yeah, around Halloween. Yeah, around Halloween. It's around Halloween. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, Totally Cool is on Amazon. It's on Prime Video, and it's been a while since they put out something something this good, and it's really good. I mean, no, we had some good movies from them earlier yeah, this year. I guess you're right. I'd have to go through the list, but I know we did at least. Had, we at least had one or two. Okay. <laughs> That were good from this year. I mean, they, they put out one every week almost. So, I mean, that's saying something. I mean, yeah. out of 52 movies, you don't have at least one good movie. Well, we talked about, we talked about two, movies, two movies an episode. So, that's that's uh, 104 movies. So, um, true. Yeah. True that. But, uh, Totally Killer, guys, if you guys were true, think that you've watched the best movie from Halloween this year, you're wrong. Because Totally Killer is one of the best ones. I, I man, I don't know. There, there are still a couple out there that we we've watched uh-huh. that are really good. So I mean, oh, you totally exorcist with the believer. Oh my god. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, I was joking. Totally VHS eighty five. Oh, that was so good too. This is better. Yeah, the, 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 this one's better. All right, <laughs> Let, let's let's get some quotes and All then right. uh, we'll, we'll we'll give our final say on this one. Okay. Do you want to hear a story? I must warn you, it's a disturbing one. I know about you, but when I think serial killer, I think at least six people. <laughs> he is giving the middle finger, yeah, to single-use plastic. That's good shit. You give me a prolific crystal. You gave me a protective crystal you got from a psychic mom. <laughs> My friend was just murdered. She was stabbed 16 times. Mm. Get it? The sweet 16. Yeah, I get it. I get it, too. Remember, remember, kids, avoid the knife. Save your life. (laughs) Why are they having a science fair in the most haunted place possible? 
<laughs> if we could stop the killer from killing in the first place, then everything would be okay. Yeah, I know. The 80s are almost over, and I haven't even tried Coke yet. Up <laughs> oh, and there was the racism. Thought it was coming. <laughs> are you smoking crack? Sorry, I'm not going to shake your hand because I'm not 45 or a man. <laughs> Maybe you should fuck off and die. Can you please just watch Back to the Future already? <laughs> what, you know about quantum mechanics? Yeah, I saw Endgame. I just <laughs> didn't understand it. You all think Dungeons... Y'all... Need to take your asses and go down to Dungeons and Dragons down the street and have fun there. <laughs> that's funny because that's it's mean, something we do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd be like, All right, yeah, okay. I'd be like, yeah, let's do that. No, I don't do blowjobs. You pee out of that thing. I know. That, 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 <laughs> oh my god, dude! Apparently, that was the thing in the eighties. The, the blowjobs were just like you pee out of that. No fucking way. <laughs> I'm a. I'm a better driver when I'm drunk. <laughs> Chris is definitely. No, dude, I hate that. Uh, for my so birthday, much. you have to flash. Uh, it's my birthday. So for my birthday, you have to flash any truckers that honk. <laughs> that used to be a thing. I know. Crazy. Um, you're too horny. Too soon. <laughs> wow. Men showing emotion. Fascinating. <laughs> we'll be right back. I'm all alone in the kitchen and I'm ready to blow you. <laughs> He's fucking Michael Myers, man. <laughs> and that's it. That's all, all I right. got. That's all. Uh, my score in this is a 4.2. It's a very fun movie. It's. Oh, Chris. Uh, Neil's going to go higher. Dude, now. Chris. Yeah, dude, I, I watched this. I watched this movie. I knew Neil was going to be like, Neil loved Chris. this thing. Hold on. This is a 4.8 all day. Oh, it's 4.8 for you? Jesus Christ. Yeah. Dude, this is probably, this movie is why I'm a movie watcher. Okay. It's got fun. It's got gore. It's got happiness. It's got time travel silliness. It takes me to a fantasy world that can never fucking happen. And guess what? I don't care. And I love every moment of it. I could watch this as a 20 hour fucking show. Yep. I could watch this as like, Something that I can watch weekly. Just seeing this work, you know what I mean? I went to 4.4 just for you. Because huh? I'm going to 4.4. Oh, dude, I'm telling you. This might even be in my top five for the year, dude. This might this might piss some people <laughs> off. I might put this so high up my list this year yeah. that people are going to be like, what the fuck? It'd be like, how many times did you rewatch a movie this year? This is how many times I've rewatched Totally Killer. Totally Killer, yeah. It's on Netflix right now. Uh, not Netflix on Amazon Prime. If you, and I don't know if, why you're listening to so you don't have it because it's so easy. Um, but I'm on RottenTomatoes.com. What is the audience score for Toy Killer? Um, the audience. Yeah. Eighty-nine. Seventy-seven percent. You guys. The, uh, there's you audience says me, you dicks. It goes. You dicks betrayed me. It goes. Uh, Toy Killer has fun with his premise and kinship is great in the lead. So even if this isn't the best movie it's kind, it's still well worth the watch. Uh, what is the critic score for Totally Killer? 81. 
87% certified fresh. Damn, yeah. I shrunk it. Butter, the butter. Yeah, that's what's uh, up. Chris consensus yeah. is totally cool man to take full advantage of his promising conceit, but this time trying a horror sci fi mashup is still enjoyable overall. I'll give you a bad review and a good review. Does that work for you? You are a good review and a bad yeah. review. I can't even find bad reviews in this thing, but uh, I will find one. Uh, from uh, Eric Childress of Movie Madness Podcast, he says, There are plenty of covered ideas afoot in this hybrid of Back to the Future and Scream, which you just said, with Ken Shipka and an appealing, funny performance. But it just can't maintain all of them by finding climax making this a bit near miss. Whatever. And here we go. We got a good review from, uh, let's, let's do Richard Ripper again. Uh, so no, fuck it. We'll do um that guy's in the movie now. Uh, what do I want to do? Just grab one, you son of a bitch. Steven Silver's Splice Today says, is delightfully in tune with the tropes of the slasher genre, as well as those in 1980s movies. So, yeah, guys, Totally Killer is a great movie to watch in Halloween. Uh, it, at any age, really. You don't have to be, you know, old guys like us. You can be a young person like this. What? <laughs> Come on. You can be uh, younger than us or older than us and still find a lot to like about Totally Killer. And it's on Amazon Prime. You have no excuse not to spend your time watching this because it's that good. Right. Seriously, go watch it tomorrow. I mean, I know it's been a little bit, it's been a little early this time, but do you have news for us? Oh, dude, you know I got news. I, I, I didn't even sweat it this time. It took me like five seconds to do it. This is the Movies Don't Suck and some of them news. I'm going to read stuff to Chris and he's going to like it because he has no choice because I know where he lives. Mm-hmm. All right, let's start it sad. Okay. Let's start it dead. Okay. All right. Burt Young. If you don't know who Burt Young, you will know if you've seen a picture of him. His name, he was in one of the biggest or longest, I should say, uh, series of movies of all times that um, is not a horror movie. Burt Young played Paulie Paulino in uh, what is known as Rocky. He has passed mm-hmm. away this week at the age of 83. Um, he was also in Chinatown, Once Upon a Time in America. Uh, but he is mostly known for uh, playing Paulie in the Rocky series. He was, uh, he was, he was Adrian's brother. Yeah. What? He was great in Balboa. He was, he was just great, like, in those movies. He was just perfect. Oh, he was good in everything. He, he, he knew how to play his parts. Mm-hmm. Um, Sylvester Stallone and Carl Weathers have both paid tribute to Young, describing him as an incredible man and um, part of the Rocky family. I want to hang agree. out with Carl Weathers, I think. I just want to hang out with Carl Weathers for a little bit. I, I just want to drink a Colt 45 for him. <laughs> oh, that's Billy D. That's Billy really D. <laughs> <laughs> that's Billy D. Billy D. Billy D. Billy D. Billy B. Uh, Lucas... Film and Marvel Studios were forced to announce Star Wars and MCU projects ready before they were even ready. Uh, the urge to unveil new stories has caused premature announcement of upcoming projects for both Star Wars and MCU, leading to cancelization and delays. While most of the most of the announced Star Wars projects have been released, some have fallen by the wayside, including Rangers of the New Republic and the Rogue Squadron movie. Marvel Studios' announcements during the same Investor Day event has mostly come to pass thanks to the intervening fabric of the MCU narrative. They were told by a guy... Not going to point a finger who that guy is at Disney, but there's a guy at Disney that made them post those out too early. 
Well, not uh, going to say who that guy's name is. It is rumored that several surprise appearances are happening in the new in the new Deadpool three movie, including Elektra, Sabretooth, Daredevil, Storm, and possibly Taylor Swift as a character. Nobody can say anything at this time, but is it done yet? Uh, Has it been filmed? I mean, actor strike. I know, but like, like I don't know if they filmed it. They're just working in production. But goddamn, uh, uh, Deadpool three is insane. Here we go. Fact here that this was my next one. Okay. Deadpool three reportedly delayed due to actor strike. Of course, Marvel Studios may not be able to meet Deadpool's three release date, even if the actor strikes ends in the next coming weeks. It's uncertain if Deadpool three will meet the original release date, according to director Sean Levy, which is May third of next year. So. We'll see. We don't know. I mean, everything's on hold right now. I know that um, Beetlejuice 2 is 99% complete. I know that. But they still need other actor stuff. So. Hey, Chris. Yeah. Do you like to cry over animated bears? I mean, who fucking doesn't, right? All right. Paddington 3 gets its official title and release date. Paddington in Peru is the <laughs> name of the new... Uh, Paddington, it will be released in, where is it? Uh, says in theaters early 2025. Of course, the uh, returns of uh, Emily uh, Mortimer, uh, Carla Totis, and uh, Olivia Coleman have already been joined to the cast. So, you know, Nick Cage and Pedro Pascal, I thought we could see that together. I don't, I, 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 we need to go see it. We got to see it. Yeah. Killers of the Flower Moon. Guess what they did? What did they do? Not make much money. Thanks to Taylor Swift. The biggest box office this weekend was Taylor Swift with $44 million added to her already $122. So now she is at over $160 million at the box office. I'm not surprised, dude. Imagine trying to drag someone to Killers of the Fire Moon when they're 16 years old or 18 my, years my, old. The funniest thing right now is literally there's a pro wrestler named Grayson Waller who is going after the Swifties. And like, he just did a video today where he's like, well, if you don't like me, I guess you're just going to hate, hate, hate. And I'm just going to shake, 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 shake it off. I shake it off. It's like, ah, he's using their words against. It's just funny. I love that. And of course he's a heel in wrestling. So Uh of course using the biggest nation to make him more of a heel. Of course that (laughs) works. It reminds me of another heel wrestler at one point in the <laughs> wrestling world that got chairs thrown at him and almost stabbed every day he wrestled. Just so you guys know, Neil was right, Rowdy Rowdy Piper when anything. I love the hot rod. I'm going to tell you right now, brother, if I and you are ever in the same room, you never know. <laughs> Good anyway. job. All right. I love my Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Anyway, Jean-Claude Van Damme says that they, him and Steven Seagal were offered $20 million each to fight each other in a Las Vegas fight. And I would have fucking Steven watched that. Steven Seagal said no. I would have watched that shit immediately. Right? Steven yes. Seagal and Jean-Claude? Van Damme, huh? I think, I think Van Damme would have kicked Steven Seagal. This is back in the heyday, too. Like, when they were... When they were Steven Seagal and who would have won? Jean-Claude Van Damme. Who would have won? Like, do you think? Huh? Who do you think would have won? Um, I think well, it was Jean-Claude. I think 
I think Steven Seagal thinks he would have won. But Jean-Claude would have won for real, though, right? Yeah, I I, I, I don't know. I, I Jean-Claude Van Damme was never trained as a fighter either. So I don't know. But It'd be like, who lands the lucky punch? Okay, all right, fine. But, okay, but Chuck Norris would beat them both, right? Right. Okay, all right. Chuck Norris was actually trained as a fighter, okay, and right. he became an actor. Well, they, they say that Jean-Claude Van Damme was Winnie a... the Pooh. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, okay. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, was accidentally shown to a bunch of fourth graders last week. Did you hear about that story? <laughs> yeah, I did. We still haven't seen it yet. We have okay. to, though. It's on all the platforms. You want to watch it? You watch, let's do the Sawther House and, and Blood and Honey this week. You want to do this two stupidest fucking horror movie? Of movies. course, dude. Of course. <laughs> Last week. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll get back to you in a couple okay. hours after okay. this. Let, me, let right. me go. Let me go look at what else there might be out okay. there, All right. just in case we miss a really good horror movie. Okay. But I will be more than happy. Yeah, to go guys. Slap sneak peek. We did Sawther House is one of the one of the movies this, this coming week. Uh, Winnie the Pooh and the Blood and Honey is a dark, violent adaptation of the children's classic. Of course, despite being critic. Sized by critics, the low-budget film began a financial success and has already secured a sequel. Um, so the director, uh, Rice Waterfield, mm. wants to tell you how he feels about fourth graders accidentally seeing his movie. It's mad, isn't it? I think it's crazy because when you watch the film, there's no way you can mistake it for the children's film. <laughs> Literally within the first 10 minute, crazy stuff happens and the characters look scary as fuck. So <laughs> I don't know how, because they said they went 20 to 30 minutes in. I don't know how it went that long. I don't know if the teacher put it on and just walked out of the room and left the kids tricked them or something. Hopefully we haven't ruined these kids for their child childhood. <laughs> Man, uh, I just the fact that it exists kind of makes me happy, you know. Like, but uh, also it has the name Blood and Honey, which is my favorite type of revolver beer. You had revolver beer when you were in Texas, right? Yes, I, I from the from the place, yeah, from the place. Yeah, Blood and Honey. I had yeah. the beer. Yeah, cool. Yeah, you know, like uh, from the beer, from the place, from the actual. Neil's, uh, Neil's go ahead and uh, he's uh, stalling. So I don't know what you're the, talking about, bro. <laughs> Wait on me, pal. Why do you always gotta yell at me, bro? I love you. I don't yell at you that often. I do it though. I have I've yelled at you before. So, um, Lindsay, uh, Lindsay Anderson Beer, who mm-hmm. wrote the next movie that yeah. we're about to watch, yeah, has just been signed on to the reboot of Sleepy Hollow. Does it get better than the Tim Burton remake of it? Does it though? Well. Despite her admiration for Burton's film, Beard deliberately distanced herself by not rewatching it, instead focusing on her real lore and visual research. Interesting. So her words were this. Whenever I'm adapting something, if it's something adapted before on film, I don't rewatch the movies. You just can't. I didn't while making Pet Cemetery. I just kept rereading the books. And it's the same thing for Sleepy Hollow. I loved Tim Burton film so much as a kid that I rewatched it and rewatched it and rewatched it. And it's a pillar of story, if you'd know. The romance, the spookiness, the airiness, the lives in my heart. I don't need to rewatch the film to know it. Certainly, I've been diving into the real lore from Hudson Valley, the origins of the Headless Horseman, and just doing a lot of research. So I guess we'll see that. 
<laughs> if we I mean, I'm going to give her a shot every time. And I'll yeah. tell you why here in a moment when okay. we review. Okay. Rebel Moon prequel comic is essential reading, Zack Snyder says. So Zack Snyder's new franchise for Netflix, Rebel Moon, it's taking a world building, another level similar to how George Lucas built the Star Wars universe. Uh, the first film in the saga, Rebel Moon, part one, A Child of Fire, is set to be released December 22nd. And second film following uh, in... Doesn't... The, the number's wrong on that. Anyway, <laughs> uh, fans can also learn. They, they wrote the date wrong. I don't mm -hmm. know what the hell they did there. Yeah. Fans can also learn more about the world through a prequel comic book series. The cast of Rebel Moon um, support the comic book as well. So it's like, man, you can't tell people this, though. You can't tell people you have to read shit. I, yeah, I know. It's, it's, like, it's like, here here's homework. You know, like that's here's homework. You have to do homework before you come see yeah, this movie, yeah. and it's just gonna piss people off. Yeah. Hey, do you remember the classic movie Electric Dreams? No, I don't. But it's it's known for its iconic si uh, si uh, soundtrack, and from 1984. You don't remember that? No, but you must though. You're older than me. Oh my god, I can't believe you. You're, never you're saw. older than me, so you would know. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, and you're you're younger than everybody. Yeah. <laughs> but I had Electric Dreams, The Dream by The Culture Club, Now oh, You're nice. Mine, uh, Let It Run by Jeff Lynn, uh, The Duel, uh, Video, Are they Killed the Radio Star. Yeah. Like uh, Virginia Madison was in it, Lenny Von Danielle. Uh, like, I can't believe you never saw. It was an artificial PC. And uh, his human owner find themselves in a romantic rivalry over a woman. It sounds like she or her. I mean, her. But, um, the uh, guy who plays the like the nerd from um, from Revenge of the Nerds, like the lead nerd, nice. is in it. It's like a good movie, dude. I can't believe you never saw it. But anyway, they're rebooting it. Okay. Which is great because you've never seen it, so that's awesome. We're rebooting movies that are not everybody's off the top of their head. Fucking known movies. Oh, that's what you've been saying. To make less known movies. Remake, remake, remake. Yes, make less known shit more known. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. All right. Zootopia 2, they're writing it. They said it's going to be as good as the first one. Well, the first one's Winnie the so. Pooh, Blood and Honey 2. Director hints <laughs> now that it is going to be much larger and there'll be over 30 gruesome dead scenes. I hope you are in it. I really do hope he comes in and kills someone. He kills himself again. Uh, a movie that uh, has now reached a big cynical, almost $300 million worldwide. The Nun 2 will be dropping on Max on Halloween. That's perfect. It's just not the best in the Nun movies, but okay. Yeah, but, you know, that's not our, you know, we're just two guys that watch movies. Yep. Uh, let's see what else we got here. We got a lot more. Mamma Mia 3 is on its way, and Chris can't wait because we're going to watch it. Mamma Mia, here we go again. God oh, damn, why? Which means you have to watch all of them. <laughs> Reveals that the third Mamma Mia is likely happening. Universal Studios on board, storylines in place. Uh, they're currently focused on her television series, Mamma Mia, I Have a Dream, and then to the third movie. Okay. <laughs> they're building a universe. Great. <laughs> um, 
Star James McAvoy is uh, directorial debut. Uh, will be the Deceptions Rise of Scotland's California Rap Pretenders. Now, if you don't know about this, there's a rap group called Slipland Slipland and Brains, which is a rap duo, but they were fake. They weren't real. They were like Millie Vanilli. Oh yeah, this is Scottish, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'll look him up. So he's going to be telling that story in his directorial debut. I can't wait. For I that. do. That, that, James McAvoy's a. He's. I know he's great. So I can't wait to see this. Uh, Constantine two is facing dangers with Jack uh, or James Gunn's Elseworld standards. Uh, Constantine two, of course, is generating high anticipation due to the fact that it's Keanu Reeves. Um, DC Elsewhere strategy sets a high bar for a project like Constantine 2, demanding excellent and exceptional storyteller. If Constantine 2 does not meet the standards of DC's Elsewhere's label, has the potential to be a cinematic masterpiece and renovating offering from the studio. I mean, we love the first Constantine. I thought I think it's still a great movie, but we'll see what happens. I mean, I like I I love okay, all versions of Constantine. It's kind of like. It's kind of like Batman to me. Yeah. It's kind of like any, it's anything comic book to me. Uh-huh. It's like one of those things that there's different versions of it and it's perfectly okay. And let's be honest, Keanu Reeves in the first movie fucking kicked its ass. Yeah. He is, he is the most like the character, but not like the character. Okay. So the one on television, that was more like the, the like comic book character, really like look, look wise, right? Like he was blonde and all that stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, but also he was smoke. He cusses. He slept with anything that had a hole. Okay. You know, like that was. You know. <laughs> okay, gotcha. More, he's more of a sleaze bag. He just knows how to take care, how to kill demons, okay. and that's what I like. That like each version is different, and okay. I like each version. Okay. So I'm not gonna yeah, bitch about one or the other. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, where are we at? Gwyneth Paltrow says that she is leaving Hollywood, and you will never see her again. She's done. She's still doing goop stuff, I guess. Whatever. Yeah, I don't care. I don't like her anymore. Don't really care. I mean, I'm sure you like Piper, though. Uh, Marvel's Wolverine, uh, Wolf, uh, Werewolf by Night um, director, uh, Michael uh, Giacchi, mm-hmm. is uh, already coming up ideas with a sequel if they, if they allow him to do it. Um, Werewolf by Night is a standout amongst the Marvel projects because it's a horror movie. And he just wants it to work out perfectly. So, um, you know, hey, hopefully he gets a sequel. Yeah, we'll talk about it. We only get two uh, Superman movies coming out for the end of the year. And we'll mm-hmm. be seeing both of them. But The greatest, one of the greatest video game franchises of all time is still being adapted. Uh, now, says... Everybody, Bioshock <laughs> live action adaption gets exciting updates from film writer uh, Michael Green shares updates on the progress of the highly anticipated Bioshock movie adaptation. Netflix uh, is enthusiastic for it. Uh, the movie's development was temporarily hindered because of the Writers Guild of America strike, but has since resumed with. Michael Green collaborating with director Francis Lawrence's team to refine the screenplay. I'm surprised that made, I, re- I mean, yeah, sure. I'm surprised that remade Pitfall or something like that. Cloverfield Four is a direct sequel to first movie. Okay. <laughs> Ten Cloverfield Lane director wants to make follow-up movie to the original 
Cloverfield. Well, I gotta say the Tin Cloverfield Lane is a fantastic movie. Yep. So it's bring it on. Bring it on. Director Dan uh, Trachenberg and Mary Elizabeth Weinstein have discussed ideas for a direct sequel to Ten Cloverfield Lane, and the fourth installment in the Cloverfield franchise will be a direct sequel to the original Cloverfield film featuring the mysterious monster. I like the monster. So, I like Cloverfield Ten too. Uh, I I don't like Ten Clover- the Cloverfield Paradox. That was kind of lame, but you know that was yeah. The other two are weird. Yeah. What she got for me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This one doesn't matter. It's just a guy saying, I don't know. And that's another one saying, just somebody saying, I don't know. <laughs> Bunch of stuff like that. That's another one saying, somebody saying, I don't know. And this one says, uh, that's another one saying, I don't know. And that's another one saying, someone, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to just go through these so we can be done with this. <laughs> um. I realize that I'm running over time at this point. Um, Step Brothers, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley reunited with Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Weekend to Prestige Worldwide. Yeah. Singing Boats and Hoes with Snoop Dogg at a benefit concert in L.A. this past weekend. It was Snoop Dogg's 52nd birthday, and they came up and surprised him with a fucking redoing of boats and hoes. That's amazing. I love that. I do too. That was great. Uh, Saw X's Jigsaw says game over to Twitter as he will not support the platform anymore. Tobin Bell and many other actors are leaving Twitter because of everything Elon Musk is putting out there. I'm with him, but we, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, I get it. All right. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. All right, I think I got the last few stories. Here we go. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Story number one: The Black Bar, uh, Blackberry, starring Glenn Howerton, to air as a three-part limited series on AMC. Matt Johnson's biographic film about the Blackberry phone. Okay, will be on AMC as a three-part series now. Okay, we used to be a movie, but now it's a series. That's fine. Andrew Garfield, Oscar Isaac, and Mia Goth. Mia Goth. Love her. What do those three have in common? They're all hot as fuck. I told you this last week. I forgot about it. Good stuff all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Del Toro's <laughs> Frankenstein. Oh, yeah, that's right. They're Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their roles have been released. Okay, I'm right here. Isaac will play the role of the monster. Okay. Andrew Garfield will be the doctor. Yeah, Dr. Frankenstein. And Mia Goth will be the bride. Nice. I'm all yeah. about I'm all about it, dude. I'm springing in. Like, yeah. Um, we're done. We're, yeah. we're done. All right. And last but not least, a movie just like The Expendables. Are you doing, by the way, you're squeaking the desk again tomorrow. Your mom's streaks streaking again. All right. <laughs> Talk about your mom streaking. <laughs> Talk about your mom streaking. Uh, okay. All right. All right. A movie just like The Expendables. All right. Mm-hmm. Featuring Jake Gyllenhaal, Henry Cavell, Isa Gonzalez. All right. All right. Directed by Guy Ritchie. I'm, I'm, I'm blown out, dude. Personally, I, I want to see now, that. When I read this article earlier today, I was like, Expendables like with Guy Ritching directing. But 
Isn't Expendables just kind of like a Guy Ritchie film yeah. where there's a bunch of like solid characters? Kind of, yeah. That, that, that kind of like, like, I was trying to think about this for a second today, and I was just like, I don't think Expendable like and Guy Ritchie stealing from that. I think they stole from Guy Ritchie because if you remember like Snatch, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. every character you knew, yeah. Train Spotting, every character you knew, like um, The Gentleman, every character had their own story. So and then Expendable came... stole from Guy Ritchie? Yeah, by okay. any means. Okay. Who cares? But anyway, but that's the news, Chris. Let's get to the final movie. That was the movies don't suck and some of the news. I read stuff to Chris. He was happy about it because it means he didn't have to read about his failed relationships. What the fuck are you talking about, dude? I don't I don't think this is documented on paper. Uh let's talk about Pit Cemetery Bloodlines. Directed by Lindsay Anderson Beer. She directed things such as uh should we see the magic order, which is uh, coming out, came out well then. And she's supposed to be doing Bambi and shit like that, but uh she played Cemetery Bloodlines. This is also written by Jeff Bower. Jeff Booer. I can't say his name right because I don't know. He wrote it. He also wrote such things as uh, as The Prodigy, Night Flyers, ABC's Death 2, Tales from Beyond the Pale, Jacob's Ladder from 2019, and Studio 666. We talked about that movie. And The, yeah. and, and the Grudge from 2020. This is um uh, based on a Stephen King book. He didn't write this. This is like universe but this stars jackson white as judson crandall the first priority is to keep the client happy and natalie and lind as norma andy andy it's you also forrest good luck as manny rivers isabella blanc as donna rivers henry thomas as dan crandall jack mohair as Tony Bidman, and david decoveny as bill baderman I have plenty of theories. Also, Samantha Mathis as Kathy Crandall, Pam Greer as Marjorie Washington. I know. That's the idea. And Kristen Jada as Sheriff Anderson. Watch over the storyline for Pitt Cemetery Bloodlines. Here we go. Let's see if I can do it justice. Mm-hmm. In 1969. A young Judd Crandall has dreams of leaving his hometown of Ludlow, Maine, behind, but soon discovers the sinister secrets buried within and is forced to confront a dark family history that will forever keep him connected to Ludlow. Banding together, Judd and his childhood friends must fight an ancient evil has gripped Ludlow since its founding, and once unearthed, has the power to destroy everything in its past, based on the never-before-told chapter from Pet Cemetery. Stephen King's chilling novel, Pet Cemetery Bloodlines, is a spine-tingling prequel, exploring the origins of how death became different in a small town of Ludlow, and why sometimes dead is better. Just so you guys know, we had Batman here. Explain. <laughs> that was not Batman. I was just trying to do a dark, creepy voice. I can't help it that that Christian Bale ruined dark and creepy voices for all human beings. <laughs> all right. So all right. Uh, uh, this was on. Uh, this came out a few weeks ago on on uh, on Paramount Plus, and we gave in to see this. 
Neil, what do you think about Pet Cemetery Bloodlines? Now, <laughs> the story was there. The actors were there. I don't know what fell apart. Yeah, it fell movie. apart, though. Fell apart hard. But some fell, like, all right. I don't know what, okay, because this is what I, I've watched it twice trying to figure it out. Okay. I, I mean, I watched it the first time, and then I watched it again right after being like, did I not like that? Was I not paying attention to it? Yeah. Like, like wh- what the fuck happened? Now, this movie's only 89 minutes, right? Yeah. Yeah, an hour and 27 it minutes. It feels so too long. Minutes, it feels too long. It feels like a really long episode of something. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It's not very good. Right? It's not very good at all. And um, the spots that saved this movie was because we had good actors that popped in and saved that part. Like David Cody? Like, uh, David, David's a great, great example. He pops in as a creepy dude, not going to say exactly what the character was or exactly what he did. But uh, he popped in as a crazy dude, and you're just like, oh, dude's crazy. And also, I get that. And fucking Penguin, she was great in it too. Yeah. Um, I don't know where this didn't go right, because it was a good concept, and it's a very simple story. We know all we all know the story. Yeah. Like if you've ever watched Pet Cemetery and uh, the original with Herman Monster, you know, <laughs> and he tells you, oh, an old Timmy. Uh, one day we threw him in that, and uh, he uh, didn't come back like himself. You know, sometimes dead is better. Yeah. You know, like yeah, it's 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 strange that this got made because no one asked for a prequel to Bed Cemetery. I don't think anyone. But did. The, what they wanted to do was they wanted to try to open up a universe. Yeah, because we had that original one, the, that remake. What four years ago? Five years? Maybe yeah, less. and they want to do like the story of like how the land got haunted and they want to do like the old story and, and stuff like that. And I get that. And I get what you get. You wanting to deep dive in some of these, but I'm going to tell you the best thing about Stephen King that you guys fucking don't understand for some goddamn reason in any fucking movie you ever make of Stephen King fucking ever. I don't know why you guys don't get this, but the mystery of some of it, is the reason why it's so fucking good. Yeah, and yeah, I don't... and the, the the thing is about this. This is based on a Stephen King idea. This is, has nothing to do with his writing at all. Um, um, no, no, this was a chapter in the book. Oh, it was okay. I didn't see that. Chapter. Yeah, it, this was a chapter. No, no, no. I read Pet Cemetery when I was a wee little lad. <laughs> I remember this was a chapter in the book. It does talk about the story okay. of of this, and I mean, it's just like, um, but it's like. The last, uh, the, the 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 last voyage of the Demeter that we just watched, right? Yeah, it's a throwaway chapter. It's a chapter that's in there just to give a little more substance to the book. And they decided to make a whole fucking movie out of it. Yes, and great, good. Look, man, you know what? I'm gonna just say this, and I'm just gonna throw this out there. Pet Cemetery has been made. Mm-hmm. We have it. We have it. That we have a good Pet Cemetery. Yeah. We have a good mm-hmm. cool, right? Yeah. All right. So how many books has Stephen King written? Uh what is it? Thirty one now? No. How many? Sixty five. <laughs> Stephen King has written sixty five fucking novels. How many short stories has he written, Chris? Uh, I don't know how many. Two hundred. <laughs> over two hundred short stories. 
including one of them being known as the graveyard shift. One being known as the boogeyman. Yeah. One, you know, one being known as the Langolier. You know, like there are so many fucking stories that we can move on from. Look, Pet Cemetery. It worked in the 1980s. You know why is the movie? Because for some reason they had this fucking they had this chemistry on set. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the- just it wasn't just the creepy aspect of the world that you live in. I didn't feel chemistry between these people. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying. This this like something was missing here, and I don't know what it is. It was a chemistry. Like, I yeah. I believe me, guys. There's one thing I do hate more than anything in the world, and that's a negative critic. And I don't want to be that guy. Believe me, I want to. Every movie, I want to be like, man. Uh, I want to hear. I want to see that story. Yeah, I want to see that. But the thing is. I think sometimes people get in these fast cash rushes. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like they just want, hey, this is what we need. Do this now. You know, I think I think that sometimes one is better. One is better. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes one is better, Chris. Sometimes one is yeah, better. So guys, you guys have wasted your time watching this on, on uh Paramount Plus, but it it's kind of shitty. I don't like it. I mean, it's. I mean, it, dude. It has its jump scares. I, but 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 great. the coin. This is so fucking weak. It's there, but it's like it's not even worth seeing. It's from yeah, and it's like they don't really explain things. But I'm I'm trying to. I can't pinpoint exactly why this didn't work, but it didn't work. It it wasn't a movie that I was like. I mean, I was I was happy to see this. Yeah. You know, because I always want to, yeah, I want everything to work. But guess what, guys? There are so many books right now. Here, let me let me just name a few. Um, Salem's Lot can be remade. That's yep. a good one. Yeah. Uh, let, let a fairy tales. Uh, that that's a good one. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, let, let, how many books can you name of Stephen King that need to be remade? Oh, Rage. Rage has never been made. Yeah. Uh, the Dead Zone, that's only been done three times. I guess you can jump on that one. They can fix the Dark um, Tower series. They can fix it. The Dark Tur- Tower series. Come on. Yeah. Do that as a series. Uh, Cycle of the Werewolf. That Talisman. That's good. Eye of the Dragon. That's one of my favorite books by him at all yeah. time. Uh, Thinner. Redo that shit. Yeah. That movie sucked. <laughs> like I'm not sure uh, they should redo Christine because I really love the John Carpenter version, but... Yeah, I mean, like, Christine's uh, John Carpenter's version was fucking uh, uh, ridiculously good. But you still have all these Dark Tower movies. Needful Things was just, like, a shitty movie they made in the 19... Uh, 19 yeah. uh, early uh, late 1990s, so which really they didn't touch on any of that book. It's hard to watch whatsoever. the skin dog Insomnia, Insomnia, another one that's never been made. Um, the regulators never been made. Bag of Bones never been made. I mean, there are so many other Stephen King books here that I've read, uh, and that were would be great. Insomnia would be super fucked up. I'd love to see that as a movie. So, huh? Insomnia would be super fucked up. I'd love to see that as a movie. What is that? Insomnia. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. And I would like to see Needful Things done correctly, where it is like, because I don't know if you ever read Needful Things, 
but I don't know what fucking drug Stephen King was on at that <laughs> point in his life. But uh, there was some fucked up shit going on in that one. Yeah, and so guys, uh, when it comes to making a shitty Stephen King movie, this is one of them. This is something you can skip. I think this ain't this ain't gonna be a classic. No. I mean, we already we have the classics, and believe me, I mean, I I want to I want to watch them all. I want them all to be good. This one did not make the game, bro, and it sucks because I love Stephen King. Stephen King is like one of my favorite authors of all time. Mm-hmm. And I still don't agree with him on The Shining not being a good movie. <laughs> I think it was a good movie, but it wasn't his vision yeah. of that. Just like how Christopher Nolan fucked up Batman. Yeah, goes for this one. <laughs> yeah, right. So anyway, uh, yeah, let's get some quotes on this one. Um, now, what was the name of this movie? It was called uh, Pet Cemetery Bloodlines. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Pet Cemetery was a place where kids learned how about death. Sometimes dead is better. Those bands, those bands, Chris, they have the bands. They have the kids doing the marijuanas. Yeah, I know. <laughs> when I saw I heard that line, I laughed so hard. Um, we are all the same here. Enjoy your peace. Once this town gets in your blood, you will never leave. Mm-hmm. I think you would have pissed yourself so bad you would have set off a minefield. <laughs> it's like Chris. He pees a lot. I do pee a lot. On himself. Uh, what do you expect... <laughs> Some kid, me used to, what do you expect for some kid that you used to sneak beers to in your tree house? The ones that know, kill them all before they kill you. I'm just starting to believe home is just another box, like a mailbox or a coffin. (laughs) Nightmare fell real. That's why they're nightmares. I used to come over and make you those sandwiches, remember? I remember. That Timmy ain't here. <laughs> Our new... Nope, don't know what that says. He, he said the woods were the... Yeah, I know, I did this at home, I know. Yeah. He said the woods were the mouth of evil. Such a good girl. Always a good girl. Pretending to love the Jesus. I held how the day we he named into the world. Oh, I held him the day he came into the world. I will hold him the day that he comes goes out. We can only take care of the fucked up thing we made. That's it. All right, we're just going this. Man, god damn it, two weeks in a row and I gotta do this? Why yeah. do you fucking make me do this, Chris? Sorry, Why do you make me do this, you fucking dick? Two weeks in a row. Sorry. I gotta give Stephen King a lower than a three. I gotta give this like a 2.8. I this is not good. And this 2.5, some of the dudes tag. This one sucks. Yeah, this was this, this like this was not a good rendition of a Stephen King novel. I love Stephen King. 
Like, you know how much I love Stephen King? Look at this. Look at all the different backdrops I picked just for this movie. <laughs> like, look at this. Oh, there's a kitty in the background from the first movie. Oh, there's the pet cemetery from the original. There's the pet cemetery from the new. Like, I here's the pet cemetery from this one. Like, literally, I love Stephen King. And for me to have to give it a bad fucking name, the bad number, it just pisses me off. And I just want the writers of the world of movies, of everything that's out there, please, please, just stop fucking up Stephen King. <laughs> I mean, this is like fucking up William Shakespeare at this point. So I mean, it's it's not it's a it's a very fucked it's very it's a shitty movie. But I'm around to as I come. What is the audience score for Pitts and Terry Bloodlines? Is I tried to recall that. I needed a big drink of beer because I'm sad yeah. on how much they fucked this up. Um, all right. What's the audience score you said? Yeah. Pits and Terry Bloodlines. Has to be a 65. It's 51%. Nah, I should have gotten lower. All right. What's Craig's score for Pits and Terry Bloodlines? Uh, do you hate clowns? Do we not make you laugh? Anyway, yeah. um, uh, it has to be 48. 20%. And yeah. since this is... Pet Cemetery Bloodlines takes half-hearted stabs at expanding the world of Stephen King's original story with a largely lost in a substandard story that mistakes blend gore for effective horror. All right, man. I'm going to read a good review. Read that again. Okay. Uh, Pet Cemetery Bloodlines takes half-hearted stabs at expanding the world of Stephen King's original story but they're largely lost in a substandard story that makes the bland gore for effective horror. And there it is. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. Yeah. that that's why I, didn't, I couldn't put my finger on it. It's like, it, it really, that's exactly it right there. That's why it didn't work out. Here's um, a good review from Brian Larry at CNN.com. He says, a Christmas efficient reminder of King's line, sometimes that is better. And the occasionally prequel sometimes are too. Yeah. And here's a bad review from Katie Reif at RogerBeer.com. She says, Not even the jump scares work. In other words, looking tied a little bit nothing. Sorry. Not, one, two, three, four. Not even the jump scares work. In other words, leaving a little bit sudden jolts of ghoulish carnage. Keep the audience awake. And it's a one out of four. So this is, this movie does not, said, nah, don't like it. Don't like this movie, but, uh, it's there, and you guys want to watch it? So. I get it. All right. Look, 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 look. I, I get it. I, I get it in this world. I get it. Just to work on someone's artwork mm-hmm. like this. This is why I'm happy Dean Koontz hasn't given anybody <laughs> screenplays. <laughs> because Dean Koontz, another great horror writer mm-hmm. or mystic horror, whatever you want to say, right? Yeah. yeah. Stephen King, you say that name to anybody, anywhere in this entire world, and someone in that group is going to know who Stephen King is, no matter where. Yep. You guys got to do better by the dude, man. You just have to do better. It's a master storyteller. I'll sell her and you're fucking shit up. Yes. You need to, I mean, do you want me to, like, I mean, all right. I will give my services to people. If they come to me and say, hey, I'm not understanding why this Stephen King novel is good. 
Do you want me to read it in front of you and point out why it's good? It's not just the wording and the grammar, which is really good. It's also, there is a flow to things. Sometimes I feel like I should have been a director in another life. I mean, I I don't know. I'm in my 40s. I've never messed with a camera in my life. But I feel like I understand certain things that other people don't. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, maybe people made this movie need your need your input. What? Maybe people made this movie made me need your input. Yeah. Um, please, anybody making a movie in the future, please just uh, call me up. I'll help you out. All right. That's Neil's uh, giving the services out, but I think it's our time for us to next week we're doing a Slaughter House and something else, right? Uh, Slaughter House, and what was the other one we we discussed? Blood and Honey Bound. That that's happened. That might be blood and honey because yeah. it did come out this past year. Yeah. So it is. But uh, Insidious is still. Insidious. Yeah, I did see that a while back. That's been a while. Yeah. Oh, but goes. it's still a movie that came yeah. out that we haven't talked about. We will figure it out. Yeah. We will let you know. But it's going to be early. It's going to be this Monday coming up. Yeah. It's going to be. Uh, I know we're doing it off days and stuff like that. Uh, don't worry about it, guys, especially people listening at home. Yeah. Uh, we'll still have it out at the time that it's supposed to all be yeah. out. But um uh, literally, we, uh, dude, it, it's weird. I don't know if you know about it, but it's just weird living yeah. this life. <laughs> you guys can find us on moviesonsook.net. We're w2mnet.com or w number two m is moviesnet.com. You'll find us there along with a bunch of other really cool podcasts. We're also on a bonfire. Oh, I'm sorry, we're on exit MTS podcast and Instagram MTS podcast. We're also on Patreon, patreon.com. So it's don't suck and we're also on bonfire. Go to bonfire.com. So it's don't suck and something you. You'll find shirts with our name on it and all kinds of the cool merch. Where if you're listening on YouTube, subscribe, watch the Facebook like the page. If you watch us on Twitch, subscribe. And if you're wherever you listen to us, hit that subscribe button on your app. And uh, the episodes will deliver you as soon as I put them up. You know, sometime or, or you know Sunday, probably or Saturday. Um, but uh, I think that's it. Neil, we'll do some small businesses now. If you have a small business, let us know. Give us information. Let us know. You can email us. Do everything that uh, Chris just said. Message us on Facebook. Get us on Twitch. Whatever. We want to promote your business free of charge. Nothing like that. We do not want to take any money from you. We just want to promote you to our thousands of listeners, our millions of followers right here at Movies That Don't Suck and Son of Do. All right. uh... That's another episode of Movies Don't Suck and Son of Do. My name's Neil. And I'm Chris. And remember, guys, no matter how bad your movie is, no matter how good your story you think is, don't try to pet it in a don't try to bury it in a pet cemetery and bring it back to life. Sometimes dead is better. Have a good day.